Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whatever time you're listening to this, to you, from me. Welcome back to my podcast, and if it's your first time, thanks for tuning in. Today, I have a special guest, Carlos Rios, a co-worker of mine, here on Random Topics Podcast. Carlos Rios, how are you today? And by the way, at the time of recording this, it is after morning, so that yes, I am doing great. Thank you for asking. All right. Well, um, so are, are you going to ask me how I'm doing? How are you doing, Jacob? I'm doing good. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just messing around. Uh, so, so Carlos Rios is a realtor that works with me here with EXP on the Richard Reyes team. And I'm, I'm basically going to interview him. Um, I, I talked about real estate several times here on this podcast. And we're going to get um, another perspective from someone else who's in the field who's in a similar boat as I. So some of some of the stuff that I said may be similar to what he's saying, but perhaps there's some different stuff, right? So, Carlos, you've been in the industry for about how long now? Uh, so I took my test last month in the beginning, in, in like February 1st. Um, I've been in the industry now for about, yeah, almost four weeks. And how are you enjoying it? Oh, I'm loving it. <clears throat> Why is that? Because um, this particular job or this particular career is uh, it's, a ton- it's the kind of career you get into to push your boundaries. You know, if you stay stagnant... As a person in this type of field, you're you're not gonna make it. You have to be willing to constantly push your boundaries, <clears throat> and it's <clears throat> and it's good. Uh, and that's the kind of environment I want to be in. I could agree with that. Yes, I've I've uh, I hit a new record today, yesterday. Remember that little joke I I mentioned about? Um, I went so far with the client, and it was getting shaky. But the uh, the positive mindset I had was, wow, this is actually the furthest I've gotten with someone, <laughs> right? So it's like I'm capable of getting getting this far. Um, and then from there, it's like, how much further can I go? And in regards to what you're saying with boundaries, to me, when I hear that, it's it's what what you're comfortable with, right? So stepping into the uncomfortable zone, doing things that make you uncomfortable. To push those boundaries and then once you push that boundary and you're comfortable doing that now now what's the next thing you know so push past it push past it so is that what you were referring to because that's what i caught on well yeah technically um there really is there really are no boundaries all the boundaries are in your head it's all mental but we do have i think as as humans we have some biases like if we if we know we have done something then we know at least that's what we're capable of Right, so the whole point of uh, pushing your boundaries, I guess, getting beyond that point that you already reached previously, like breaking your own records. Yeah, and what I would tie that into is, is how they say you're the average of the people you hang out with, of the like the five people you hang out with or whatever. Of course. And the reason I I bring that up in regards to what you just said is because, whenever someone breaks a boundary or a record. It encourages others to do what they did. For example, like the four-minute mile. 
at one point it was considered impossible and then someone did it right and then immediately after many people did it same shit with climbing mount everest it was impossible until one person did it and then everybody followed yeah so that's like more on the on the sociological perspective or whatever but when it like individual it's like the same concept um you break a record and then suddenly you could just keep breaking that same record you just broke until it's that next boundary and you're right that it is mental um so i would say that it's good to exercise your or or to feed your mind positive input through through like books or affirmations in order you in order for you to like continue to surpass your boundaries yeah yeah absolutely absolutely um so like what are you doing like um with so here's the thing man so so me and me and carlos we started working for uh richard reyes around the same time like pretty much like the same time before that i was i was on my own like doing stuff right i didn't have a whole lot of fun with that um but like how's your experience working with like our team uh well it's been it's been great um richard you know he's he's crazy go-getter uh but it's good kind of crazy you know like um like you you yourself say like richard's that that kind of crazy that you kind of need around to motivate you to inspire you um he's out there man making deals happen churning them like butter he's uh he's determined and god damn it so am i (laughs) nice um yeah yeah richard is very uh inspiring i'd say I, I've been encouraged, not encouraged, like inspired to make sacrifices in my life to kind of emulate what he has going on. So I could give him credit for that. And not a lot of people are able to do that to me. Like for real. Like, like <laughs> I, I tend to think things through and to like, you know, put safety nets in my life as I'm living it. And then this guy just like inspired me to, you know, cut those safety nets off and and put in put in the work and do things that I haven't fucking done before, like knock on someone's door. I was scared as shit to knock on someone's door, but I, I was able to do it now because of like just the way he is. So yeah, um, um. So yeah, you like you like the team. What are you doing? So so far, uh, I've been prospecting. Just been cold calling. Uh, I go to work maybe six, seven days a week. Most most of the time, I spent cold calling, and when I do finally get a lead, I'll I'll try to latch on to that lead as much as I can because you know, frankly, being brand new, I don't have a whole lot of business. So I'm sure once I do have more business, I'll be um, I'll be spending more time following up with either leads or fat or past clients than cold calling. But with that said. For the meantime, I'm just cold calling and, you know, receiving a bunch of no's, which is, which is fine by me, honestly. It's kind of funny. Like, people are, uh, people are really brave on the phone. And, uh, Jacob and I went to door knock today. And it's crazy how, how much more polite people are in person. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and that's true, man. Like, I, if I talk to 50 people over the phone, I'll say 20 of them. Yeah. Maybe ten to twenty, they're gonna be rude to me. Um, some of them, they they want to like sit back and just give you a hard time. 
because they have nothing else to do, right? And it's cool. It's not a problem. It doesn't bother us. We're used to it. But then we start knocking on people's doors, prospecting. Suddenly, if you talk to 50 people, that 10 to 20 margin goes down to zero because it's a different story when you're in front of them. But I mean, either way, I mean, I, I, me personally, I was scared of door knocking, terrified, but now I enjoy it. When I make, when I make plans to door knock, I get excited, if anything, right? Um, so yeah, that, that's what me and Reels are doing. We're, we're calling people and we're knocking on people's doors, looking for the business, while at the same time, Richard is actually generating leads for us, giving us leads and uh, mentoring us, teaching us the ways so i'm having fun um it can be tiring but it i'm overall it's a good experience i'd say um yeah it, it can't it can't it's definitely exhausting like you you definitely have to build up the endurance for that and uh you know the more seasoned guys in the business like richard and uh uh, uh his name is frank uh, Para, who is a real estate, who who is a coach basically for real estate agents, and he's a real estate agent himself. Uh, he's been in the business for seventeen years, and he kind of gave me like a little free coaching session when I just asked him, uh, you know, some questions. And yeah, they they all say like, yeah, you, you kind of just have to have the uh, the endurance to just call for long periods of time. Um. And yeah, and it's not just Richard too that's uh, mentoring us. Uh, you know, shout out to Isaac and Fred, uh, great guys. Uh, Fred's been in the business for ten years. He knows he knows his stuff. Isaac's been in the business for well, he he's done collections before, but he's been in the real estate business for. I, I think Fred's been in the business for like twenty. Oh really? Yeah, I remember him saying like twenty. Oh okay. No. Yeah, my mistake. But uh, Isaac's been in this business for six months, and he is um, doing great. He is like um, like a prodigy, dude. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it wraps around that whole concept of you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. I knew that, right? Like growing up, I I freaking knew that. To me, the issue wasn't knowing that; it was finding the five people that you want to emulate, right? That was that was the issue. It was like I get it, you know, but where are these people, you know? So I mean, but I mean, even even me when I got my license and uh, I started working. Apart from the fact that I joined a group, I wasn't really like next to people that were constantly feeding me stuff, as as it is of what what's going on right now. So. It's good. I mean, I, it's 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 pretty sick. Every time I see those guys, they say something, right? Um, just as much as you'd come across someone that's doing really good and they just throw you at something that's at the, off the top of their head and you're like, that was good. But just imagine that, but it's like every day. So eventually it's going to like, dude, I have dreams of like the shit that I'm doing and the shit that I'm reading and the shit that they're saying. So it's like, it's my brain's taking it in, you know. It's freaking organizing that information. <laughs> it, it, it's funny. It's funny you say that, cause, um, cause uh, my my girlfriend and who's fu- beautiful mother of my future kids, uh, who is due in a month, 
she has said that I have talked in my sleep. Basically, um, <laughs> I, I guess I, I used some real estate terms and I gave a pitch in my in my sleep. <laughs> so yeah, that kind of stuff being day in day out just kind of rubs off on you. <laughs> no, oh, of course, yeah. It, when you when you sleep, your brain's organizing information. That's that's what I that's what I understand about about sleeping and dreams. Um, so yeah, dude. I mean, you're gonna that's gonna happen. You're gonna say stuff like that. It's pretty funny. Yeah, um, it, it it reminds me. J- Jacob and I were in the were in the Marines together, and we we weren't in boot camp together, but we were in the same unit together. And uh, I'm sure Jacob can attest to this. But in boot camp, uh, you know, once we sleep on our racks and whatever, you know, it's they're lined up like, I guess like a like a like a hospital or something, right? They're like bunk beds. Uh, if anyone's ever seen Full Metal Jacket, that's exactly what it looks like. And sometimes when you're when after lights turn off and everybody goes to bed, you hear people in their sleep saying things like "Aye, aye, sir" or something like that because yeah. you know they 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 say these things day in day out. Exactly. Yeah. So it's 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 similar similar in the sense. I mean, when you sleep in general, bro, like. You probably dream about what happened to you that day, or like some subconscious thought that's going on. So I mean, if if our experiences are dominating our our mind right now, then that's what we're gonna dream about. Um, so, all right, so I guess I guess I'll say something that's kind of like beneficial. I I learned this recently, and hopefully, I don't know, I don't know if it's true, but hopefully, like maybe it helps you out, Rios, but. I was I was I keep up with this guy named Brian Costello online. He's like a like a successful realtor dude or whatever. And he said that your subconscious mind can't tell the difference between what's actually happening and what you imagine in your head. Interesting. So, knowing that, you can actually take advantage of that, right? Meditate. Picture yourself closing deals picture yourself doing the things that you want to do and your subconscious mind thinks that's reality and then (laughs) and like something weird happens to where you actually believe that's who you are and that would help you kind of become who you want to be in a sense right (laughs) so i recently learned that bro like a couple days ago so I, I want to start doing that. I want to start implementing, like, I guess, I guess meditation. I guess fooling myself into believing that whatever to make myself become whatever. Right. Right. So that's what he said, dude. I don't know where he got that information from, but that's what he said, bro. Like, it makes a lot of sense because if you're if you're constantly feeding yourself negative thoughts, then your overall persona should be negative. Yeah. So. I fuck it. Force feed yourself positive thoughts, and you're gonna be more positive. Yeah, and hell, I've been guilty of it myself. Um, you, you know, after a while, when you like, like, like for example, let's let's use um, you know the whole political situation that's happened in in recent times. You know, once you once you start, once your mind is always on that, like keeping up with whatever the news is saying, it feeds you negative. Th- negative um 
information all the time. And after a while, you're kind of just going to get just be angry and moody. That's why I stopped following politics altogether, because in this business, you, you got to have the energy and positive mindset to accept all the all the no's, uh, the rejections, whatever have you. Um, and I feel better because of it. Yeah, I, I could actually agree with that. Because, um, I mean, the, the media is going to feed you the worst possible news that's out there in order to keep their, their ratings up. Um, because that's their bottom line, right, is to keep your attention in order to keep whatever it is they got going. So I could agree with that. Um, so yeah, yeah, no, it, it all makes sense. So you got, you feed your mind like you feed your body. Exactly. So. Like if, if you feed your body a bunch of junk food, then you're just not going to feel very well. If you feel, if you feed your body, you know, like, uh, vegetables, um, like. Just healthy shit. Yeah. Just, you know, you're going to feel plain, good. plain chicken without all the ex- extra seasoning or whatever. Uh, yeah, you just feel good. You work out too. Burn some calories. And you, you'll you'll feel great. You just feed it's your, true. It's feed true. your mind and it's, body. It's funny how similar the mind and body is because it feels good. My baby is crying in the background. <laughs> we, need, uh, we need to feed him some positive um, affirmations. Yes, he likes to watch <laughs> Coco Melon. Coco Melon is his positive mental health (laughs) sorry excuse me but um what was i gonna say anyway yeah it's crazy how similar the mind and body is because it feels good to eat junk food it feels good to watch the news as i'm eating junk food right now yeah it feels good it feels good but then you got to think about the repercussions and the aftermath i'm gonna feel groggy or i'm gonna be in a bad mood subconsciously or whatever so you really got to be careful you really got to be careful and temptation you know i think that's a good word for that tempting yeah all right um let's see let's see let's see let's see let's see all right all right so we'll not necessarily wrap up this podcast but like our last kind of segment questions for you two questions Two questions, two questions. First one is, what happened in your brain that made you decide to do this, in this industry, to pick this career? And, side question, which you should answer, because you're smart enough to, I don't know, understand that I'm asking two questions and not one. Where do you see yourself in the future with this? Go ahead. So, um, so the first question was... What happened in my mind that make me that made me decide to get into real estate? Right, that, yes. that was your question. Um, so, <clears throat> so I don't I don't always thought about sales after after the Marines. Um, not that I was not that I was lost. I didn't. I never felt lost. I always felt like I was doing what I was supposed to be doing at that moment. So I never, I, I've never regretted anything. But after the Marines, um, I didn't know where I was headed next. And I was okay with that at the time. I did Uber, and it was nice. It was, you know, experiencing freedom. I slept in my car some days because I could. Um, I didn't have to uh, report to anybody or 
<clears throat> go back to base or back, go back home. You know, I was my own man. Uh, and after, and I had always kind of considered getting into sales, but uh, I don't know. I, I, I thought I would, I would be better going to engineering to kind of uh, take advantage of my brain because I always knew I was good at math. And I did, I did exceptionally well in, in school when I did. Um, but after a while, I just felt like it wasn't for me. <clears throat> especially when COVID hit. Um, especially when COVID hit. It, it seemed like the teachers and the students just kind of stopped kind of caring about the actual performance of or merits of their work. So I, and I, I didn't feel comfortable in that environment. I didn't want to be around people or have to, in the future, work with people who slacked off in their job. I, I wanted to be around go-getters. And I know, and, and I've never, I don't have this, you know, Hollywood image of what real estate is like. But I know with salespeople, it's grind, like day in, day out. Like you earn your keep, you know, there, there's no, there's no going to work um and just slacking off all day in the office and collecting your paycheck for the hour it's it's like hunting like you eat what you kill and if you don't kill anything then you're gonna starve and that's that's kind of um the environment that i wanted to be in <clears throat> and so far dude i love it like i haven't eaten anything i feel like i'm i'm about to starve soon but uh <laughs> but I actually, um, thanks to, you know, Richard helping us out, finding us leads, I found this one lead, um, and, you know, they're writing up an offer, my first offer ever, I'm hoping it goes to escrow, I'm really positive it will go to escrow, and they'll fight for the, for the house, but, um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of where my mindset was at when I got into real estate, I thought about going into solar, actually, because I know solar salespeople, they make a lot of money, but um, but the thing is, I buy, I myself and my family, we we had this goal that we were going to buy a house. And all of our plans revolved around how we're going to get this house, how we're going to go do this. And during the pandemic, when everything, when, when people were just selling and selling and selling, when stocks dropped, well, one, when stocks dropped, I put a bunch of money into stocks. That is beautiful. Yeah. Good job. And when the housing market dropped, well, initially we were kind of scared because of COVID. You know, we don't want to go out and go to house showings because we nobody knew what COVID was like. And uh, so everything was up in the air. But thankfully, our realtor, he, he reassured us that, you know, we that we were going to follow safety precautions. Uh, shout out to uh, Eddie Del Rio, by the way. Thank you uh, for helping us get our house. Uh, and we actually managed to get our house below asking price, which I'm sure if you've been following the current, you know, the housing market, they are not going for uh, the listing price. They're going way above because right now it's a seller's market. So I feel like we got lucky. And anyway, after getting our house, I, I I kind of grew an appreciation for what the housing for what the buying and selling process of a house is like. So I leaned more towards going into real estate. So I took all the courses. Uh, I kind of 
I, I kind of just dropped school altogether and decided I was going to get into real estate. And so that's that's kind of where my head was at with uh, with real estate. And what was your second question? <laughs> I love it. I love that you forgot it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the reason, the reason I, I said the whole like two questions at once is because me personally, whenever I asked someone two questions at once, they always... <laughs> they always answer just one of them yeah. <laughs> but um it's normal um, my second question was you know now that you made the decision to do this where do you see yourself right but I, i'd like to chime in on some of the stuff that you had just said um oh yeah do you remember because this is just fun right you made that decision and a lot of it makes sense a lot of it makes sense Especially when you say like I want this environment, I wanna I wanna like earn what I got, I wanna hunt and kill or whatever. A lot of good feelings with that, you know, roller coaster ride of emotions up and down. Feel really good, I did it. Feel really down, nothing's really happening. Yeah. You have that level head anyway, so roller coasters don't really matter. Um, so, oh yeah, do you, rem- do you yeah? I, I mean, you remember? I know you remember. I just like to bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Rios, two years ago, when we both got out of the Marines around the same time, I brought up the idea of real estate to you when we were having, like, a burger in L.A. Right. And I was like, hey, man, like, do, do it with me, right? Now, I didn't become a realtor two years ago. I was just going to school, trying to get an associate's degree. And I, brought, I, I like, presented the idea to you, and you're like, you know what? No, like, that's not really my thing. And it's just it's just funny to me. Like two years later, you're like, I'm gonna do it, <laughs> you know. But I mean, the 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 beauty of it was, you don't you don't even need to do what I did the past two years to excel in the career, right? I just kind of chose to go to school, get an associate's or whatever. But at the end of the day, we're in the same boat, you know, same page or whatever. Doesn't people don't care about your your educational level in the industry? Um, Every lead, every prospect I've ever talked to, not one of them have has asked me what I've done in my life, or or really like, you know, what are your qualifications? Yeah, that was my thought process beforehand. Mm-hmm. I was like, dude, these people are gonna ask me why, you know, why you? When really, if they want to buy a house, and I tell them, hey, I can I can show you, I can give you homes, I can provide you a list, or I can do whatever, they're they're like, yes. You know, for sure. You know, so they don't they don't consider the fact that you're a veteran, the fact that I'm a veteran, the fact that I took X amount of classes or, or the fact that you took X amount of classes. As long as you can help them, that's all they care about at all whatsoever. Um, so I'm not I'm not dinging you or anything like that when I bring up that that scenario. I just think it's kind of ironic how I pitched the idea to you and you were like, nah. <laughs> You know, two years later, you're like, you know what? Like, let's do this. You know, um, I don't quite remember that conversation, but it does sound like something that happened. So yeah, we we went to go see the tar pits in LA. Oh, oh, okay. okay. And then we went to go yeah, eat. Yeah. We went had burgers in that one place next to the tar pits. Mm-hmm. And I was like, real, do it with me. I was like, I need somebody. I don't have anybody. I want to do this. None of my friends want to do this. I had some, but they never went uh, followed through with actually doing it. Wait, was was I the one that you kind of um like was hoping would would do it with you? Yeah. Yeah. Why? <laughs> why? <laughs> uh why? That's a good question. Um because I knew you'd be good at it. 
Yeah, really? Yeah. I appreciate that. Not a problem. No, no, for real. Like, I, yeah, I knew you'd be good at it. And I, and we have, we have, we had this conversation. We have similar uprisings in life. Similar. And we, I don't need to tell you what they are. They're similar. And all the way through leaving the Marines and you going to school, me going to school. And then me having certain aspirations. You had you you were like investing in crypto and stocks. You enjoyed that. Crypto and stocks, that's a market. Yeah. Risky. Real estate, that's a market. Risky. Same shit. I mean, the only difference is the commodity or whatever. But really, values go up, down, wins, losses, or whatever. So, I figured. But I mean, at the time, you... You brought this up earlier. Was your you knew you were good at math and that's what you wanted to pursue, and then it it took experience experiencing that in order for you to to find to really truly find out what you want to do. So if that's what it took to get you in here, then frick it, that's just what it took. Yeah, and I like like I said earlier, I don't re- I don't regret anything. I'm glad I went to school, even though I I think I could have maybe cut a few months back to really pursue real estate i'm glad i did it for as long as i did um but yeah, it's funny because when i was getting my gym memberships you know to while i was doing uber i was talking to um the guys that were like in 24-hour fitness crunch fitness ellie fitness all those guys were you know trying to pitch why i should go to their gym instead of the other one and i i always found myself curious and so I would always ask them questions like, what, what's it like being a, you know, like a salesperson here? You know, what, what, what is it like? And um, a lot of those guys, they seem to have very high aspirations, even if they're not making a lot of business at the moment. I would say, I think this is the key. The reason why salesmen and women have high aspirations is because they have the ability to have high aspirations. When you're working in a job that, you know, it's just like X amount, you don't even have the opportunity to to yeah. to visionize and see an opportunity to make more. So I think that has something to do with it. That's a, that's another reason why I wanted to get into this business because I knew had I continued to pursue engineering, I could become I can become like a senior staff, right? Like someone who's supervising all the other engineers, like a senior engineer. But at the end of the day, I get capped at what my potential income is. And that bothers you. And yeah, and that, that, that rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, I, I believe it, man. Like, something about that, just, it, it feels weird. It feels weird. Despite, you know, despite there's no guarantee you making any money, I feel like you would rather make, you, in my opinion, you would rather make 200K a year as a salesman, then 300k capped. Yeah. Because at least you have the ability to surpass 300. At least you have mm-hmm. that ability. And that gives you more psychological comfort than to feel limited. Is that fair? Yeah, All absolutely. Right. So last question for you. Where do you see yourself, man, with this career? Because we never <laughs> even got there. <laughs> we got sidetracked. Where do I see myself in five years? Well, with this career in general, dude. Not necessarily five years, dude. Your whole life, bro. Because you're you're 24, and I take it you intend to do this the rest of your life. 
so freaking like what what what's like your your goal your commitment your your vision well in the next five to seven years i do plan to get myself an even bigger home probably sell the one i have or if i make if i'm making enough money if all the stars are lined up i'll just buy a second home outright and have my parents live in the first one it's not a problem and you know uh you know, raise my raise my family in that second home. That's that's the plan for the, the next five to maybe five, seven, maybe eight years, right? <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I do I I do see myself uh, like having my own helicopter <laughs> <laughs> that I can just that I can just. Hey, I got an appointment with. Uh, I don't know the CEO of JP Morgan. Yeah, let me hop on my helicopter real quick. I'll get there. <laughs> yeah, dude, and I can say you're probably the only person I know that that believes that, which is good. It's good. I mean, I'm sure Richard and and them have that same mentality, but mm-hmm. um, and that's rare. Like just the fact, and I don't want anyone to to listen to this to take what he is saying as like the wrong way, like or yeah, whatever. Sure, he might never have a helicopter, but it's it's the the fact that he even sees himself doing that puts him, you know, light years ahead of this this next guy who doesn't. It, it's all in your head, bro. You're limited to what's going on in your head. Yeah, so. like if if you tell yourself, "I'm never gonna have a helicopter," dude, you know, you know it's I don't see myself having a helicopter. Like, listen, <laughs> yeah. like you know, it's funny. It, it may sound ridiculous. You know, you might see this guy hear this guy saying like i'm gonna have a helicopter someday and that sounds so ridiculous but the fact that i'm speaking it and the fact that i'm putting it in my head it definitely helps to get me there exactly like if i'm telling myself i'm never gonna have a helicopter and then it's never gonna happen that's such a weird sentence like just to randomly (laughs) imagine going up to a random person and be like dude i'm never gonna have a helicopter (laughs) (laughs) I don't. No one has a helicopter, though. <laughs> I mean, maybe you know, yeah, yeah, maybe rich people, but like, <laughs> I mean, it's good, dude. I mean, and if you never get there, I'm sure that mentality is gonna gonna get you somewhere, and that that's good. Yeah. That's good, and it's it's fucking great, bro. Me, I have a hard time opening up my mind. I really do, really do, man. Even I listen to books, I read books, I got mentors. It's it's fucking hard to do that. Barry. So what's the remedy? What? No, like what? Why do you think that is? Um, because of my the way I think. I'm really realistic. Hence why I joined the Marines at 18. I I saw I knew who I was. I'm really self aware. I was like, look, dude, I'm not good at school. Um, I I don't come from a rich family. What what the hell do I have to do in order to make sure that I'm good? Military, like it, it sounded like a good idea. And I've gotten this far in life, having X amount of success, right? Nothing compared to the top, everything compared to the bottom. And I, 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 I'm grateful for that mentality because it, it, it has me where I'm at now. But it, it's a double-edged sword, right? Now I'm limited in regards to where I, where I want to go. But the fact that I want to be there helps. And I'm I'm actively I actively try and exercise my mind to help me open up my mind 
to have more. This book I'm listening to that was recommended by Richard, The Art of Thinking Big, something like that. Great book, bro. Great. It calls me out on my fucking bullshit every day. I listen to that shit driving. I'm like, shit, bro, I am thinking like that. I should be thinking like that. Like, dude, that in itself, just someone telling you what's going on in your head helps you fix the problems. <laughs> so um, I'm trying. I'm trying. And I, I'm telling you right now, I don't see myself freaking having my own helicopter. <laughs> but I think that through actively working towards it, eventually I'm going to believe that I, I can. And my baby's making noises again. <laughs> but we'll, we'll see. I got a random phone call from Middlebury VT. Oh, uh, wait. From Vermont? Yeah. I got that one too. It's probably that, that yeah. system that he has going on. All right. So, I mean, other than that, that, that should wrap up this podcast episode. Um, do you have any last minute shout outs or thoughts or anything you have to say before we do um just keep just keep dreaming big guys like just well here's the thing and and um and i give big thanks to jacob because he gave me a bunch of audio books that i listen to myself whenever i'm driving to work and from work <clears throat> and uh you know it's not there's nothing wrong with having dreams and not fully accomplishing them what what is wrong is having dreams and not working towards accomplishing them. Yeah, that's that's a really strong statement. Yeah, and that was from one one of the audiobooks that uh that Jacob gave me. It's called the uh, the Millionaire Real Estate Agent. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good. If you if you like really, I mean that book. If you once you've like kind of capped out on on being an agent. And you're trying to expand what you're trying to do. That's a good book to listen to. Um, even if you're you're just starting right off the bat, because there's a lot of good info in there. But that that book is going to take you to the next level. If you read it religiously, really apply the the principles or whatever. What I'm noticing, dude, is like audiobooks and books. They're really like broad. You know, if you're really trying to excel, you really gotta like get a mentor or a coach that's gonna tell you every little fucking nitty gritty small detail. That's gonna really excel you but yeah i mean books like that they're really good and that particular statement i i do remember that um and i agree man you gotta at least try it's better to try and fail than to never try yeah you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't you don't take yes so take your shots all right greatly appreciate y'all coming coming through um we're realtors here so if you're looking to buy or sell hit us up we will help you out um other than that i don't got anything else to say um i appreciate you having me jacob not a problem carlos called you carlos carlos rios and i I mean i hey i hope to i hope that you come back to the show someday and we could probably talk about something maybe something different or whatever yeah absolutely all right thank you guys for tuning in uh i do this every tuesday so tune in next week. Adios, everybody. Adios.